everybody. Uh, just a quick little warning. This episode gave me a lot of technical troubles, so there's going to be a lot of dip in quality. Uh, if that doesn't really bother you, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode regardless. Okay, bye. Just on Buzzfeed, you know, chilling, villain, chilling like a villain, chilling like a villain. Oh god, I saw a um, I saw the teaser for like that Descendants movie that I didn't really care about. I love Descendants. <laughs> I don't understand it. I just don't understand that. It's not good. <laughs> Oh, I know it's not good. Like, I, saw, I saw like the Hades guy. Yeah, I think. And I'm just like, please, 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 Disney, 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 you have to, you have to tell me, is that Persephone's, is that Hades and Persephone's son? Please, please. No, no, that's just Hades. That's do they do Hades. all Disney characters just like reproduce, reproduce asexually? Uh no, they they actually mentioned some of the parents sometimes. Oh. But the villains, where where did those kids come from? It takes two to tango. I know they mention the other parents sometimes. Oh okay, well in the book anyway, not it's not so much in the movies. Like we can't talk about that stuff here. I don't want them to. <laughs> That's just too much information that I don't need. Yeah, I feel that on a spiritual level because because I, <laughs> I don't know. God, did I ever tell you about when Descendants first came out and um, the kids I was babysitting at the time loved Descendants. They just <laughs> adored it. Yeah, and so um. <laughs> They every time I was over there because I was watching them every day, <laughs> and every day, every day they would just put it on because they DVR'd it, and I would sit there. And every time <laughs> I watched it, I hated it a little. Oh my god, it killed her. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh no, it killed her. <laughs> it's just funny to me. <laughs> Because I totally understand that. I made my one friend watch it with me, and she hates that I did that to her. She just sits there looking at you with uh, disdain. Disdain. Much like Edward when he looks at Bella. (laughs) Oh! Snap. Yeah, great. Uh, Great, great segue, Malin. Thank you, Malin. You did a good job there. Yes. Hail and well met, everybody. Hi. Sorry. That's no, fine. Uh, welcome to Afterlight, our retrospective podcast. As you know, I'm Malin. And I'm Allie. And we read through chapters four through 
eight. On or off five through eight. And, um, oh, God. Um, you know, there's a lot we didn't, you know, I kept joking and saying, like, this book isn't that bad. That doesn't mean... It's good. Saying, yeah, it doesn't mean it's good. Like, I don't think... If we didn't make it clear last time, no, this book is not good. Just because we gave it some compliments doesn't mean this book is good. Yes. Oh, no. No, no, no. In fact, the more I read it, the more... The harder it is for me to understand why I even like this book in the first place. Oh, God. I know, right? It's like, why? Was it just because Jacob was in there and I'm like... Native representation, my people. Because if so, then I'm more shallow than Bella. So I, I don't think so. Until... I don't think that's really shallow. It's like we're we're we like to think we're an analyst show. I think we can be. We have our moments. Yeah, just uh, just some moments, but of course. Yep. I think let's try going. I know we were all over the place last episode, so let's try going in chronological order. So we all. So we have something to rant about each chapter. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's start with chapter four. Where... You mean five? Five, yeah. Why do I keep saying five? Let's start with chapter five, okay? You'll get there. You'll get there. <laughs> Eventually. I don't know. God, chapter five. I know I was harping on Bella and her interest in Edward. And... I don't think we talked enough about Edward, because, you know... We don't need to, no. (laughs) It's not that we don't need to, it's just that he's supposed to be this heartthrob that Bella just can't stop thinking about, and she keeps staring into his eyes and just is like, oh my god, you're so beautiful, it hurts to look at you, and I'm just like, I mean, yeah, I guess he'd be pretty good looking, but after a while, his personality's got to... Like, what has he done so far that's made him so appealing, other than be hot? Uh, be extra hot. Oh, be, uh, what is it? Be mysterious. Mysterioso. Yeah, but what I find funny is that he, he hasn't even known her for, like, a couple days. Most of the time, he tells her to stay away, and then he, like, gets up in her business anyway. I know. He's like, you should stay away from me, he says, as he's, like, leading her away from her friends to him. I know. Ugh. It's like, it it just doesn't feel like he It's weird. Yeah, it's like he doesn't give her room to breathe or anything like that. No, he doesn't give her a chance to deal with his very weird mood swings. Yeah, and I know we talked, we touched a little bit on this, but, like, it's the fact that he's entertained by the fact that she's trying to guess what he is. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, you are, so, he is the luckiest motherfucker in the world. You are so lucky that Bella is the only one competent enough to notice there's something up with you and your family. Right? Because, like, everybody else would be like, well, that's just how it is. That's just how it is. They go camping all the time. and They're weird. Know, yeah, they're weirdos. It's fine. It's not like they're cannibals or anything. Uh, Is vampirism considered cannibalism? I mean, if you want to get pedantic about it, then yeah, sure. (laughs) On some level, somebody could make that um, argument. Weird. I know, right? But that's what I find funny, is that he keeps telling her to stay away. And then then in the next chapter, he he beckons to her to come to the table because he's sitting by himself and everybody thinks that's weird. 
Because I guess he was just sick and tired of, like, playing sixth wheel to, or fifth wheel to his uh, family. Yeah, well, I don't blame him, but on the other hand, I would just go, uh, you know, to the library. This whole conversation just made me really uncomfortable. Because I know the whole point is that we're supposed to, you know, project ourselves, or at least step into Bella's shoes and be swooned by this mysterious pale man. But this whole time, I'm just, like, just, like, really uncomfortable. I know, right? My head snapped up. It's just, ugh. Even, like, when he's beckoning to her. Okay, that was so creepy because it was, like, one finger. And it's like, who does that? You see, one finger is when you're beckoning to a fair maiden. When you do the forehand, that means you want to fight. Well, see, I usually use, like, my whole hand on my whole arm. Like, come on over. Like, come on over. Yeah, the thing is, like, you use your whole hand. It's like, I'm going to be friendly. You, the yeah. Finger, the finger. The one like, finger. The one, the one finger of seduction. <laughs> oh God. Ooh, it it's sounded, it didn't sound as bad, but once I said it out loud, I was just like, "Oh, oh, wait a minute." It's bad. Yeah, it's bad. And she goes, and nobody thinks it's weird. I mean, like some people give her jealous looks because Edward is like hyper focusing on her. Yeah, I guess if you're the hottest guy in school and nobody talks to you, I'd be a little suspicious if like. The mystery guy suddenly focuses on new girl. I would be like, uh, what is going on here? If I even noticed, which honestly, I'm going to be totally honest, I probably wouldn't. And Bella doesn't even seem to mind. I like, throughout this whole book, I get the feeling she doesn't really like her friends or the people she's hanging out with. It seems more like she tolerates them, which is yeah. weird because Jess weird. is awesome. Yeah, which is weird because like, I don't know. It's like Bella's not even trying, and I've read a couple of things where it seems like her friends are the bad guys for, like, using her, but I'm reading this book, and that doesn't really seem to be the case. She's, just she's definitely using them more. Yeah, she. it just feels like she's just using them for background noise and stuff like that, and she doesn't, and here's the thing, she doesn't have to hang out with him and people are like saying oh mike is so nice for letting her hang out with him it's like he's made it very clear he wants to get in her pants mm-hmm creepo i mean not creepo i mean he's just i mean he's not edward levels of creep but he he's not oh, the better option you. here it's like neither he of them are none of them are no except eric but i don't think we see much of him after tyler's that. all right tyler's all right but then he does something shitty later but uh we'll get to that when we get to that yeah tagline um anyway i find that funny because like when she sits down he's like i think your friends are angry with me for stealing you i know <laughs> and it's like oh they'll survive i can feel their stares pouring into my back i may not give you back though i'm like whoa Whoa, my dude! Whoa, whoa, whoa! I don't know how to respond to that because it's like somebody told me that. Like I made a joke. It's like, ah, oh, I'm sure they don't mind. He's like, I might not give you back. I'd be just like, okay, I'm going back to my friend. It's like, all right, um, I'm uh not a pri- I'm not a prize. Not a I'm not the new shiny toy. Let me go back to other people who also treat me like the new shiny toy. You know what? I'm just gonna go and sit in the library. He's like, you know what? I'm just gonna go sit by myself. The school sucks. I'm gonna go home. I'm going home. <laughs> like, I'm going home. Uh, this was a mistake. I've had enough of this. Yeah. It's even funnier after that whole exchange. It's like, I told you, I got tired of trying to stay away from you. 
so I'm giving up. He was still smiling, but his ultra ultra eyes were serious. He's, he was smiling that whole conversation. I know. It's weird. I know, and it's... I don't want to keep saying it's weird. It's like... I kept thinking... Unnerving. It's unnerving. There's like so many red flags going up, and Bella doesn't seem to know... Like, it feels like she does notice and then doesn't care because he's so hot. hot. Yeah, she's just like, hmm, I'm getting a bad feeling about this. Whatever. Like, eh, he's hot. It's fine. It's and probably then, fine. And then everybody's going, no, Bella, it's not fine. And she's like, nah, it's probably fine. No, Bella, it's not. Oh, jeez. That poor girl. She... And, and I mean, we're trying to get this idea that she's like this, you know, super, like, wise beyond her years and stuff like that. Old soul. Yeah, old soul and stuff like that. But if that were the case, she would know that. He's weird and. Yeah. Probably bad nice. news. Yeah. And that's, oh, yeah. The, that's when you kind of realize, yeah, she's still most definitely a teenager. I mean, even moving on, like, I do, I do, like, though, people seem to think that, yeah, I will admit, she does, like, roll over a lot because Edward's hot and everything, but there are mm-hmm. points where she does kind of stick up for herself, especially in the first parts of the their romance. Where yeah, like, when she was like, oh, I can't imagine that, that sounds so obnoxious. I know, the whole, like, okay, so... He's like this whole conversation. He's trying to be friendly and stuff like that, and then he like kind of subtly lets her know that he doesn't just want to be friends, but she doesn't mm-hmm. quite pick up what he's throwing at her. Me. <laughs> but then again, he's like in comparison to Mike, he's he's doing he kind of way more like, subtly. Oh, sub- subtle! Like if Mike is like wearing neon signs and stuff like that. Edward just has it written on his t-shirt that's hitting on, in the jacket. You yes. Know, like it, it just says, date me. Please. Date me, please. Like, Mike's got a neon sign written it all over his jacket and on his face. Edward's just got a t-shirt with one word. Yes, please. Yeah, Somebody so... I need that image. Please. I need, I need somebody to draw that. Even if it's a even if you're not the world's greatest artist, I need to see that, because that's just ridiculous. What, Mike with the neon sign, or Edward with the shirt saying, please? Both. <laughs> if I could draw... You would? I, I would. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so this whole conversation where he's like, where she's like, so long as I'm being, as so lo- so as long as I'm being not smart, we'll try to be friends. That's about right. Oh, it's like whoa, okay. And then he like gets mad at he gets a little frustrated because you know what we find out is that you know he really wants to know what she's thinking, and that kind of makes her uncomfortable because she doesn't want to tell him that she about any of her theories because her first theory is that he's Peter Parker or Bruce Wayne, which. Made me cut. I didn't want to be like a stereotypical, well, actually, <laughs> guy or anything, but I can't help it because 
Bruce Wayne. I know he's just a regular dude and he's just a furry. He's just a guy in a bat suit who punches clowns in the face. Okay. Yeah, like I guess Superman makes more sense. Yeah, Superman will always make more sense. So I don't understand why she didn't just say Clark or the Kent. Flash. Like, yeah, it's like it, the Flash Barry. Which Flash? I'm trying to think. Uh, Barry Allen. Any of them. Oh, the okay. fast one. <laughs> the really quick silver. <laughs> yes. It's like Peter Parker. Okay, I can get that. Peter Parker is super strong. He probably would have like swung in there really fast. Mm-hmm. Not Bruce Wayne. <laughs> that bug. That didn't. That shouldn't have bugged me as much as it did, but it did. That she was. Oh just, my gosh. Yeah, she was just like, "I'm not gonna tell you." And he's like, "That's really frustrating, you know." He complained. And she's like, "Oh yeah, that's what's frustrating. I can't imagine." Yeah, I really like this part because it shows that she's not really taking what he's throwing at her. She's not gonna sit down quietly, at least not in this book. Yes. At least not. This time. No, I disagreed quickly, my eyes narrowing. I can't imagine why that would be frustrating at all. Just because someone refuses to tell you what they're thinking, even if all all the while they're making cryptic little remarks specifically designed to keep you up at night wondering what they could possibly mean. Now, why would that be frustrating? And he's like, <sighs> Yes. That's that's the that's the other thing that's funny. He never, when she does stand up for herself, he treat he does treat it like it's a bad thing, and which is not like she's it's at, bad. Like she's at fault for like sticking, or better. Yikes! Yeah, she and she's like calling him out for all the mixed signals. <laughs> yeah, which she should. Then she continues, and then they have this exchange. You've got a bit of a temper, don't you? I don't like double standards. We stared at each other, unsmiling. And I was just like, romance of the century, ladies and gentlemen. But then again... Oh, God. Mm. Okay, I don't... I mean, personally, I used to like those, like, they hate each other and then they love each other, but when every single movie and, like is like... They do that. That... Yeah, it's when it's like that, then I get like, God, do they have to... It just gets tiring. Yeah. And, I mean... Like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna blast myself here, I'm gonna, like, put myself on blast here. I actually ship Bucky and Sam and Bucky from the the MCU, and I know a lot of you are like... Me, same. I know a lot of you are rolling your eyes like, isn't that the same thing? Here's the difference, though. It's clear they have There's... they have chemistry, and even their bickering is fun. It's play it's sort of playful. It's, it's more playful than it is like actual hurtful. Yeah, it's like they're not. It's like, and I'm, and it's very clear that like there's a reason Sam doesn't like Bucky, and I don't blame him. But the more they get to know yeah, each other, yeah, he he ruined his car. He ruined his car, and but like. Their interactions are more fun. They're more playful. Even when they're on the same team, they just, like, they kind of bicker. But there's a difference. Like I said, it's playful. It's kind of cute. It's fun. And they have, like, each other's back at the end of the day. Like, you can really see that. And and I know what some of you are thinking. To compare your preference 
it's like let's take the shipping out of act the out of it even if you know obviously they're not going to get together cuz you know disney they own everything well they will for me i think they should <laughs> yes that's what the falcon and the winter soldier show is going to be about yes be, i can't wait it's going to be a rom-com with these two Slowly it's gonna falling. be a rom-com buddy cop buddy cop buddy like cop. venom yeah <laughs> i could rant about a venom all day i love that movie it's stupid as fuck oh i know i love it i know but i think the difference between that and edward and mella is like they don't really have any chemistry like the only that's the one thing i noticed is that I mean, in that first scene, they were just kind of awkwardly flirting. And it wasn't even, like, mutual flirting. It was just Edward trying to flirt with her. And, and so she's going, just like, this is weird. He's like, and then he's, I'm I'm going to keep saying this. He is so lucky that she's into it. Yes. Because if it had been, like, me, oof. Yeah. Like, and I can't help but wonder... What would have happened if she didn't follow you? Like she ignored your his beckoning. What was he gonna do? What if she yeah. wasn't into it? She made direct eye contact and then looked away and kept <laughs> talking to her friends. Can you imagine how much d- different of a book this would be if she completely ignored Edward? Oh my god! Okay, see that would be me though. Is like I wouldn't even realize it was happening. Yeah. They'd have to directly approach me. Yeah, Jessica would, like, point out, it's like, hey, I think Edward wants to talk to you. She's like, eh. Eh, whatever. I'd be like, oh, he does? Who's that again? Who's that again? And everybody would go, whoa! And shower her with flowers. Jacob would come out of nowhere, high-five her. (laughs) (laughs) It would be awesome. But that's exaggerating, obviously. Obviously, if that happened, we wouldn't get a story. Oh, but we would still. She would just, you know, move on with her life, and that would be the whole story. (laughs) It would be a very short book. You know, that would be kind of fun, just in general. Yes. And even after this whole thing, he mentions that he... It's like, it's pretty obvious that he can read minds. Like, he's not, he's making it very clear that that's probably the case. Even if she had jokingly said, like, what are you, a mind reader? Yeah, he probably been like, yeah. She's like, okay. (laughs) Okay, you're crazy. It's like, and even when she brings that up, he's like, most people are easy to read. Except for me, of course. Yes, except you. His mood shifted suddenly, his eyes turned brooding. I wonder what that is. And we never find out. It's a mystery. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm just like... Oh my god. It's... It's bad. She's into it. Like, no, I didn't feel like mentioning that my stomach was already full of butterflies. That was a bad line. I was like, oh, jeez. It's like, Why? He's looking at you weirdly when he's saying, like, I can't read. It's like, I can read everybody's mind except yours. Which, okay, to be fair to Edward, if I was a mind reader and one day I 
noticed that I could read someone's mind, I'd be interested too. But yeah. I don't think but there I don't think there's a I don't think he thought of like there is no good way to like, hey, I can read everybody's mind except yours. What is going on? I mean that's fair. I mean how do you like do how that? Do you, like how do you approach somebody about that? How do you like let them into this world? Be like, so uh why can't I read your mind? Can you uh tell that to me please? No. <laughs> oh god. Um there's this there's a riff tracks of the Twilight movie in my face. Oh but, yeah. Yeah. And I um one line that I find I found kind of really funny was that when he mentions that, and one of them was just like, "Oh, you can read her mind. She's just not thinking of anything." Like, oh, oh shit. my gosh. Like, okay, oh, but me though. It's like, oh shit, burn, burn. Dog. He reads my mind, and it's just Africa by Toto on an endless loop. <laughs> Mine would just be like various different songs, all like crunched up together. Some on repeat and nothing like that. Yeah, that's literally I mean, mine, though. I mean... Oh, jeez. Yeah. I had this weird thought process today. Oh, but no. I can't remember it, so... I can't remember <laughs> it now. Oh. Oh, well. No, no way. I, I was trying know. to take a nap, and I started thinking about all the kids in the world. I was like, man, I really want to protect every single kid out there they all deserve the world and then my other part of my brain kept going rah rah rasputin rasha's greatest (laughs) (laughs) so that would be literally edward's whole thing and he'd be like what is happening it's like oh god this is why i hate reading minds just blasting 24 7 (laughs) oh god it's even funny he's so obsessed with figuring out how she thinks that he constantly pries and, like, tries to get her to talk to him when she mm-hmm. doesn't want to. She's, like, so intimidated by him, and he's just like, tell me one theory. Whoops, not that one. You didn't qualify. You just promised one answer. He reminded me. And I'm just like, uh, bitch, leave her alone. <laughs> like, um, let's do something else. How about? How about you tell me about your life? Let's go back to talking about you. Yeah, why are you obsessed with what I'm thinking? It's like, why do you need to know? Yeah, and then like that, they have that whole exchange where she's like, "Were you bitten by a radioactive spite spider?" Mm-hmm. Or was I just a was he a hypnotist too, or was I just a hopeless pushover? Probably that one. Probably that one. But somebody did remind. Where I was um, reading on TV tropes, and somebody did pose a theory that, like, because vampires are known for, like, their high influence. Yeah, I mean, in the vampire diaries, they can compel people to do what they want. No, that's in the original Dracula story, too, that he was able to compel Mina and Lucy to, you know, essentially give themselves to him so he could, like, turn them into vampires. Yeah, so that That makes sense. That wasn't willingly. That was like, in the, if that were the case, this would make this a lot more creepier. But I'm wondering if she put it there to make it sort of like another. I'm maybe I'm giving Myers too much credit, but if she was making that like as a cute little reference to vampires, even though that's not the case, I'd be like, eh, I see what you did there. Yeah, that would be cool, but let's be honest, probably not. not. Yeah. 
at this, I don't know if that's probably worse if Edward did have that ability over Bella. Ugh, let's if hope all, not. If all the Cullens had this, like, secret ability to, like, make people complacent so they don't ask too many questions. I don't know, because Rosalie definitely did not want to make her feel... Yeah, I'm. Yeah, so I don't know. It's just the fact that she's an extreme pushover is the obvious answer. Yeah, it's like, it's like even if he did have those powers, which he doesn't, even if he did, she probably would have. He probably wouldn't even need to use it. I know she would just, you know, go roll with it. She'd just be like, "Take me now," <laughs> just throwing herself. I would say this. She's she's fairly good at like not making it obvious that she wants him. Well, she's doing her best. Well, she's doing her best, but it doesn't last long. No. And then after that whole scene, she just like walks away. He's like, what if I'm not a superhero? What if I'm the bad guy? Bitch, you Ooh. ain't even... Bitch, you ain't no Loki. You ain't no Thanos. I know, right? You ain't no Purple Grape. He's like, you ain't no Purple Grape? You ain't no Hella? You ain't She's no like, ah, there's worse. It's like, eh, you're, there's worse people out there. Literally, there are worse people. He's not even qualified to be some of the, like, lower tier MCU villains. Like, the ones that nobody really remembers. Like, uh, um... The Mandarin. Mandarin, uh, the villain from Ant-Man, the first one, uh, Yellow Jacket. Yeah, Yellow Jacket. He he's not even good enough. He's like a C C or D list guys who haven't even been adapted yet. Yes, guys who like a uh, rubber er, like eraser man or whatever. <laughs> he's calendar man. Edward he's is calendar condiment man. man. Condiment man. He's uh like it's it's like what if he has that's the other thing about Edward. He seems to have some self loathing about the fact that he's a vampire. Oh, he has a ton of self-loathing. Yeah, and I mean, I get it. I get it. That that I'm not too. That I get what the appeal is. It's the yeah, appeal. the brooding I, hero. The brooding hero who's like, "What am I? Am I a good guy or a bad guy?" And the girl comes in and she goes like, "Oh, you're a good guy in my eyes. Why didn't I think that voice? <laughs> Why was I trying to imitate Amy Rose? But if she had." Healing. You nailed it. Yeah, beautiful. It's like, thank you, I'm available for voice acting. Here's my card I give to you through the internet. You crushed it. Yay. Anyway, so she, I guess for lack of better terms, she just kind of leaves, and he tells her he's skipping class, and she's like, why? And he's like, oh, Ew, yeah. little playing hooky is healthy every now and then. Eh, I'm not gonna, and I want to argue with him, but maybe every once in a while. Like, in this case, it really would have been. Yeah, but in this, but knowing what we know, it's pretty obvious. And again, it's more, like, ham-fisted. It's more, like, it's like, ooh, why is he skipping class specifically on blood drying day? Can you put two and two together? Work those brain cells. Um, I think it's because he's so terrible. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, Can I mean, you imagine if they had swapped it? Turns turns out he was Indigo. <gasps> Those were getting popular. Turns out he's a fairy. He's, he's a, a merman. He's a blood-drinking merman. 
I'd be so thrilled. You have no idea. I literally read every book on mermaids. There are some, I'm trying to remember, but there are some blood drinking mermaids out there in native. I just can't remember what. I just can't remember what the name of them are. And they're more out west, so. I think that's more like sirens and stuff. Yeah. It was a siren the whole time. I would <gasps> that would explain a lot. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, in class, it, not a lot happens except she gets spooked by blood. <laughs> she doesn't like seeing it. She doesn't like smelling it. And she almost passes out. Mike helps her out, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. Can't, but I can't also help that it's also nice guy vibes. And... Uh, not to mention the fact that he totally was like, Edward ended up showing up anyway and took over. Yeah, he ended up showing anyway, basically shoving Mike out of the way, possibly yeeting him, and the nurses going like, oh well. I wouldn't hold it against him that Edward, like, makes it very obvious he's supernatural and everybody's just going, same shit as always. <laughs> Whatever. Just gonna keep going. It's like, oh, Mike's on the roof again because Edward tossed him? Well, he did that last Tuesday. <laughs> oh, jeez. Like, Every time I do that voice, I'm just imagining all the students have coffee with, like, blank stares and they're like... They're just tired. They're just bored. Like, like, oh, jeez. And, I don't know, Edward just takes over. He, like, makes it very clear that he wants to take care of her and stuff like that. He, like, won't let the nurses do his, their job. And even when she says, you were right, I moaned, letting my eyes close. I usually am, but what about... But what about what this time? And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, God. You've literally talked, you haven't been right about anything so far, except it's for like, this. It's like, I usually am right about a, a lot of things. Like, it's like, asshole. Uh, yeah, even Th Thanos is like a motherfucker who, oh, infinite. oh, everybody knows about Infinity Wars, disappears, all of my favorite characters, and like, emotionally and physically abused his daughters and even they were just like fuck you Thanos I know and well at least Gamora and Nebula <sighs> Gamora I miss her I miss me too her. I miss Gamora I still can't believe that Thor is trying to replace Gamora <laughs> endgame spoilers by the way <laughs> like Thor and Peter Quill resolve their also have another like hate each other and now love each other moment. <laughs> oh my god, lying. can you imagine? Oh <laughs> my god, I would love that. The next Guardians movie is a Thor and Peter Quill romance. Peter. <laughs> star Lightning Star or something. No, Theater. Theater. <laughs> So we are, sh if you can't tell by now, we're shipping trash. I'm sorry. I know some people are like, talk more about Twilight. Tell us how much it sucks. It's like, you already know it sucks. Yeah, but let's keep moving on. Yeah, let's keep moving on before. I don't know. It anyway. devolves. Yeah. It hasn't devolved already? It more devolves. Yeah, okay. It's like, put the pieces back together. Anyway. And then he mentions that he was listening to a CD in his car. Mm-hmm. 
such a normal response. It surprised me. I'm like, okay. I mean, like, what else did you think he was doing? Like, drinking yeah, wait, beer wait. in the parking lot? And Was he, like, did he, like, join a gang or something and they went to go smoke? And they were just, you know, chilling out there? Chilling out by the schoolyard? <laughs> you know, yelling at cats or whatever. What do wolves do? Or what do hooligans do? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I've never been a hooligan. I was a good girl. Me either. Yeah, it's like... Anyway. So he's just like... So Mike faints, too. And then he, mm -hmm. like, and then she explains what happened. And she's like, I smell the blood. I said, wrinkling my nose. Lee wasn't sick from watching other people like me. People can't smell blood. He contradicted Well, I can. And I'm like, I can smell blood, too. That doesn't make me special. The smell, right? The smell of blood is very, like... It's it can very, be really strong. Yeah, it's a very strong smell. Of course, there are a lot of people who can smell blood. So yeah, it's they don't not a big deal. Yeah, it's like... If somebody cuts their hand, that's it's not, and obviously it's not going to be the first smell that they smell, but you know, mm -hmm. you're still going to smell it. Yeah. It's like, what the heck is your deal, Edward? Are you suspecting He's... she's also a vampire? Oh my god, this whole time she was also a vampire. That explains everything. That's the twist. <laughs> <laughs> Another, uh, we're going to put this in like better story. You know what? That should have been the meme instead of, like, a better love story. A still a better story than Twilight. Yes, because that's the true thing here is Oh, again, still a better story. potential. That, you know what? I would totally read a book about two vampires who are going to the same high school or college and they're both suspicious of each other because they can't tell if the other person yes. is a vampire. So the yes. whole time they're like accidentally courting each other trying to figure out <laughs> playing like chicken with each other to figure out who's the vampire oh my god that'd be so go, fantastic that, that's the entire first half and then the second half is them actually like getting to know each other and like oh we have a lot in common want to get married sure why not <laughs> if we've been alive for 300 years each it's like it's not weird now okay. yes it's like I mean it's still kind of weird Mm, yeah, I don't understand why they're in high school. Yeah, but I don't even... You know what? Let's not focus on that. Let's focus on the next part that I wanted to get to. I, like, after he manages to get... He and he gets Bella out of... He gets Bella out of class, which is cool. Gym class. Yes, because he's like, she's still not feeling great. Mm -hmm. And I would have been like, yeah, I'm not... I can't go to gym. <laughs> Um, and then Mike invites her to Look Push, the Quillyuet. Beach. Quillyuet. Quillyuet. Mm-hmm. I got it. I got it! Quillyuet. Well, you... Yep. I got it. Anyway. Uh, okay. And then he, like, gets a little worried. He gets a little worried that Bella invited Edward, and she's like, oh, no, it's fine. Let's, yeah, this sounds fun. And, and then Edward is like, and then Edward is like, it's like, are you inviting me? She's like, I just invited you. Let's you and I not push poor Mike any further this week. We don't want him to snap. He, his eyes danced. But oh, jeez. What, what does that mean? Poor Mike. 
yeah, I know. His eyes danced. It means like there's a light in them. The light mm-hmm. in his eyes danced would be better. Yeah. I don't know. When I read that, the first thought I was like, they're moving around a lot? I don't know. Yeah, his eyes was really twitchy. <laughs> he's, he's shifty. Just, oh. He's just so shifty. Mm-hmm. He was enjoying the idea more than he should. Mike Schmike, I muttered, preoccupied by the way he said you and I. I liked it more than I should. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you should. Hello, and cheese. Like, I would be like, and look, I know she doesn't like Mike, and I don't even like Mike. Yeah. Nobody likes like Mike. Well, like, I'm pretty sure. Jess does. Jess likes Mike, but, you know, that's her prerogative. She can like Mike as long as she wants. Mm-hmm. But after this, like, Poor Mike, he does his best, though. No, no, he's still kind of creepy. I mean, I do kind of feel bad for Mike, because he's so obsessed with this one girl. I know, that's really sad. Yeah, he likes a girl who's never gonna like him back. He's not a vampire. I know, he's just a regular dude, living in a small town. He's living his best. He's doing his best while he can. Yeah, but so they that all happens and that's all a nightmare and then they go to the truck and then he's just like and then he's just like no I'm gonna drive you home Alice will drop it off after school I'd be like no he was towing me toward his car now pulling me by by my jacket could you imagine walking in on that though you see a guy like pulling a girl by the back of her jacket it was all to keep me from falling backwards He'd probably just drag me along anyway if I did. Oh, yeah, it's so creepy. Yeah, and then she yelled, let go, I insisted. He ignored me. I staggered along sideways across the wet sidewalk until we reached the Volvo. And then he finally freed me, and I stumbled against the passenger door. You're so pushy, I grumbled. I'm like, that's not pushy! Yes, it's weird. It's controlling. It's being an asshole. A douche. He's a douche canoodle. Yes. And Ugh. I don't know why that never registered with me. I guess I like just raised an eyebrow when I was a kid, just seeing that scene, and I'm like, uh, I mean, I, I mean, my parent, my parents love each other, and my dad's never had to do that. Oh well, I guess everybody's different. But now I'm just looking at that like, bitch, run. Oh, I know. And then he, like, drives her home. He, I don't want to say, like, he pushes her in there, but, like, she gets in there, and they're, like, and she's still mad at him. Yeah, and so, like, she doesn't even want to talk to him. Yeah, and then he does any, and then she does it. I'll just drag you back, he threatened, guessing my plan to run. <laughs> or, guessing my plan. Like, she's willing to run. And, like, the, here's a sign, kids. If your first thought about a guy offering you a ride after he dragged you to his car and says, get in, is to run, that's not yes. fine. But she gets in anyway, and then he, like, tries mm-hmm. to talk to her. He tries to learn everything about her. They kind of like the same music. She's able to guess what music he's listening to, and then she says her mom plays it a lot. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorites, too. He started out through the rain, lost in thought, and I'm just like, that doesn't make it better. Maybe he's like, I knew him personally, and that's why. But he didn't. 
And then he's like, how old are you, Bella? Who's your mom? Here's your dad. I'm like, he's trying to know everything about her. And the second um, he looks at her, that she's just like, I'm going to tell you everything. My mom was, she's very young for her age. I think Phil makes her feel even younger at any rate. And they think I'm the adult in the situation, even though I'm, you know, a teenager. But she's the parent after all. It's a little different. That's very, oh, it's like, do you approve? He asked. Does it matter? I countered. I want her to be happy, and he is who she wants. That's very generous. I wonder, he mused. What? Would she extend the same courtesy to you, do you think? No matter who your choice was? And I'm like, whoa! That's a... That's a weird, pointed question. Yeah, it's like, that's a very loaded question. Like, I don't know, maybe if I chose, like, a mass murderer, she'd probably object. (laughs) It's like, and then he kind of like, and then after that, they're just, I I know I'm like, I'm like, 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 but I can't fathom like how this entire like interaction between them is just very, I slipped myself into Bella's role for a second. Mm Mm-hmm. Situation and I just felt scared. I did not. Yeah, she's talking. It's scary. She doesn't even say she's terrified, but it really is off that vibe. Don't know why. It just makes me scared for her, and she's falling for it. She, she, she's falling for a hook, line, and singer, sinker. It makes me really think that I was joking about the whole masochist thing. Yeah, I am starting to think that maybe that's the case. No, it is. I think it is. That she maybe is a bit masochistic. That's probably not the case. But that's I don't know. She didn't move out of Phoenix, but, you know, wanting to stay there and stuff. So, I know we had a lot to say, but that's just chapter five. I know, we're still getting out there. So, the next chapter is Scary Stories, where... Spooky Scaries. Scary stories where Bella goes to hang out with her friends. She goes to meet up and she's like, hey guys. And then she finds out about vampires. Okay. What I found funny is that the first couple chapters, nothing really happens. She does keep thinking about Edward and stuff like that and the Cullens and everybody's excited because Bella's coming to hang out and walk through the woods. Okay, but you know what I do have to say, though? Mm-hmm. Is that when Bella's talking to Jacob about getting, about whatever and, like, trying to get answers and stuff, mm-hmm. she's, like, I, she feels the need to, like, flirt with him. And yeah. that just made me so uncomfortable. And especially this one line where she's like, I purposefully lumped myself in with the youngsters, trying to make it clear that I preferred Jacob. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, oh. it just made... Yeah, like... Where she's, like, intentionally... And it, again, she only kind of likes Jacob. But just has a friend, which she purposely states. If this is any indication, I guess she and Edward have one thing in common. They love giving people mixed signals. I know. That means they're perfect for each other, obviously. And this is when we're introduced to Jacob. Yay! Yay! So, observations about, like, all the... Stuff. Up. And then she's reminded of Edward's request about not falling into the ocean. And she's like, haha, aw, that's so sweet of him. That's so sweet of him. And she keeps thinking about Edward and about how, <laughs> what he would say if he, he was there. Her, if he was there. And I'm just like, bitch, he'd probably like have picked you up and taken you to his car and driven away if you had like so much to have touched a rock trip. Yeah, makes sense. It's kind of. Yeah. So then we get introduced to the LaPush boy. And mm, I had something to say about how they're kind of introduced. When we got back to the first beach, the group we left behind had multiplied. As we got closer, we could see the shining straight black hair and copper skin of the new 
Oh. And I'm just like. Mm. Yeah, that skin. was. Oof. Yeah. Copper skin. Look, I think I've made this very clear that I am Native American Mohawk specifically. Mm-hmm. So when I read that, I it didn't. For some reason, it didn't bother me at first. And then. Uh huh. I'm gonna admit this, and I'm really, and I know, I'm very, I feel very, very, very dumb for saying this. Mm-hmm. I thought Jacob's tribe was, was made up. I, honest to God, thought that Stephanie Meyer had made up this tribe, and I thought, oh, that's okay. So she, that way, she doesn't use an actual tribe. And then I mm-hmm. realized, no, it's a real, people, it's a real, real people. They're real people, and I felt so guilty. But then again, yeah. I don't. I've never been out to. Washington and stuff like that, but that's just, I just felt so guilty. Which, but the way they're in, which, the way they're introduced, they're introduced as, like, playful and, like, hanging out with a bunch of white kids and stuff like that. For some reason. And then the audio suddenly changed. I think last time we were talking about um, how Jacob was getting introduced. Yes, and, and you were talking about the copper skin tones. Oh boy, the copper skin tones, and it's just like so stereotypically native. Bad. Like the way, only way to describe us, apparently. I mean, look, I grew up on a reservation. There were plenty of people with different shades of brown. I mean, I'm darker than my brother, but if you look at my brother, you could still tell he's native, right? Well, that makes sense. Yeah, everybody has different skin tones. It's weird that it's they're all copper, copper or whatever. And there's even, like, light-skinned Native people, but, oh, well, I guess you can't tell if they aren't all copper-skinned. There's only one shade of Native American, obviously. Anyway, when Jacob gets to, when Jacob and the others are introduced, they kind of integrate themselves into the group, which yep, I didn't find that weird. There's a, probably a lot of Native kids. Can't speak for them specifically, but I know a lot of kids... Mohawk kids would like hassle the white kids a little bit or unless they went to school with them in which case they're just like eh whatever whatever so it's I know them and then immediately she points out that Jake Jacob is immediately into it just like every other boy <sighs> Jacob sa- sauntered over to take her place by my side he looked 14 maybe 50 had long glossy black hair pulled back with a rubber band at the nape of his neck his skin was beautiful silky and russet colored oh god his eyes were dark set deep high above the high planes of his cheekbones ah there we go cheekbones the cheekbones native cheekbones all those stereotypical yeah native stereotypes yes altogether a very pretty face however my positive opinions of his looks was damaged by his first words out of his mouth that's very funny that like she's so taken by how good looking it is but all he has to say is isabella swan she doesn't really like him anymore i know he just he literally just said her name and then she goes Ugh, how could he like, how, how dare he address me by my name he's like how dare he edward is pretty you would let him get away with murder if you could yeah but I, being called by your name no. I understand she doesn't like her full name and stuff like that, but how is he supposed to know? He even says he hasn't seen her since his- She was her, a kid. Yeah, she was a kid. And he's younger than her anyway at that point, so it's not like he's gonna really remember much. She even says she hung out more with his older sisters, who, by the way, one of them is already married and living in Hawaii, which is- 
But it's important to know that Jacob here is, well, he plays a bigger role in the other two books. This is Especially where, New Moon. Especially New Moon, where he's introduced as another love interest. I guess it's kind of important to know that Bella does find him attractive a little bit. But she mm -hmm. decides, decides to use that to her advantage to get more information about Edward. Especially, yes. when, especially when Sam makes his comment about the Cullens not going to the reservation. And of course, that's going to spark some interest. Like, oh, why is that? Oh, they're not allowed here? Why Why ever not? It's like, these white people aren't allowed here. No white people are, except you white kids, because we didn't catch you. Yeah. Which is like a big thing that happens later, too. It's funny. She decides to get Jacob to tell her about what's going on. And to do it, she feels the need to flirt with him. Yeah, it's and it's like, why? Yeah. She immediately starts flirting with him and... Again, like, she's not dense when it comes to boys that like her and stuff like that. But I found it funny that she used the, she imitated the way Edward looked at her from underneath. The eyelashes. eyelashes. Yeah. And it works on him. But I was, I'm still trying to, I'm still trying to picture what does that even look like? It's like when you tilt your head down and then you look up at them and you're slowly batting your eyelashes. I don't know. Considering how awkward it is, it must look of looked really weird on her yes well i think you need to have like longer eyelashes to really pull that off i don't know something about her taking edward's techniques of flirting gross just, just really made me laugh because it was yeah. just like i'm just imagining her telling jacob you should stay away from me but i don't want to stay away from you or something like that it's like oh jeez. immediately declare yourself like i am the alpha and omega you follow me he's like okay yeah fine by me yeah here we learn that jacob is about uh he's about 15 so he's a yes younger. he's very tall for his age and he's very handsome and bella is just taking advantage of him and she knows she's mm -hmm. taking advantage of him but she just wants to know more about our good boys the our good boys colors which is weird i'm like why are you flirting with him like like why do you feel the need to flirt with him why can't you just flat out ask and just be like hey what's the deal with that like that seems kind of cool like that seems interesting or whatever like if they stop they start turning you down and you're still determined then maybe i mean that's kind of manipulative anyway but still like maybe then but like why is your first instinct to go to flirting especially if you're not good at it yeah that's bella you all he had to do was ask and he'd be like well i don't think i'm supposed to tell you but i'm gonna tell you anyway you could and then you would have been like oh come on jacob you know you want to or whatever and it's funny he does he does something that a lot of boys do he's like do you like scary stories when she starts asking him about the colors she's like i mm -hmm. love them making a smolder at him <laughs> i know Oh God! Oh God! This is why you got yourself in trouble. This is why he thinks you're in because you put out all these mixed signals. He's like, she really did learn a lot from. She really did learn. They're the master of mixed signaling. But here's where we get to the, the cold ones. The cold ones don't exist in their legends. They that was actually made up for the book. But I need to talk about this because it just. It didn't bother me when I first read it because, uh, like I said, I and I feel guilty about this, that I didn't know that they were a real tribe. Once I did, and once I realized that Stephanie Myers pulled their pulled a, their legends and turned it into this werewolf metaphor, it mm -hmm. just it, it, it kind of hurt me. Because he also brings up a lot of like um, Christian metaphors, too, like 
Well, there were a lot of legends, some of them claiming to date back to the flood. Supposedly, the ancient Kuli would hide their canoes at the top of the tallest trees on the mountains to survive, like Noah and the Ark. And I'm just like, okay. I don't know, that just really bothers me. Another legend claims that we're descended from wolves and that wolves are our brothers still. It's against tribal law to kill them. It's like it's against a lot of tribal laws to kill wolves because wolves a lot wolves hold a lot of significance in a lot of tribes like in my culture we have clans and wolves are one of those clans Mm -hmm. and and they play a specific role but to compare them but for this from what i understand from what i understand the legend actually goes is that there was a traveling like shapeshifter or a transformer i guess you can say he I can't, I'm blinking on his name right now, but he befriended two wolves and found the beaches of where they are now and transformed two wolves into humans. And mm-hmm. that's part of their creation story. And that's why wolves are so important. Hell, they even, whale hunting is also a major, major part of their culture. One of the legends was that wolves turned into whales by jumping off the cliffs and transforming into whales. Oh, that's... That's interesting. Yeah. But here it bothers me because she takes it to twist it into like a werewolf metaphor. And that's not necessarily what it is. Yeah. And it's not, that's not, look, do you know anything about shapeshifters? Um, I mean, I, not really. I mean, I always wanted to be one. I know Mystique from X-Men, does that count? No. Um, I'm talking about like, Okay, so there's these creatures in um, not specifically like plains like Navajo, Cherokee, called, mm-hmm. called skin skinwalkers. And oh, skinwalkers. Okay. Yeah, and there's a lot of shapeshifters in my. There's one legend about a woman who can shapeshift into like black animals with bright red eyes, and they use it to put people in a false sense of security mm-hmm. before like eating like attacking attacking and eating them and stuff like that so shapeshifters are not generally considered a you know a positive figure then again i'm only speaking from my perspective i'm those are the only shapeshifters i'm familiar with but when i was growing up and we had um, and we had stories and stuff like that shapeshifters were usually portrayed as the bad guys so mm-hmm. Knowing that, it makes me kind of uncomfortable that they're comparing them to werewolves. And then even later, they retconned that to say they're not real werewolves, they're shapeshifters. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. But it gets, this is the worst part. It This is only the tip of the iceberg. Oh, in yeah. Moon, it gets worse. Oh, and it, it is it so bad in New Moon. But we're not they, there yet. Yeah, we are not there yet. I just want to focus on how this is introduced. And it's like, he even makes fun of it. It's like, you probably think it, we're all super suspicious now. That wouldn't be my first thought. I hate, I hate it. Yeah, it and, was bad. It was really bad. And I can't, again, I can't speak for their tribe. I can't speak for, I can only speak as generally as possible. But mm-hmm. as a Mohawk, because being Mohawk, that's a completely different. Um, totally different tribe. Different totally, culture. Totally different culture, different language, different everything. And I can't speak for them because I know like some of people of that tribe are actually very little appreciative and they took the opportunity for people yeah. who came to visit to tell the true story. And, yeah. You know, like, and 
that I don't mind. I think that's very good. That's a very good way to use your platform. Yeah, capitalize off it. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Stephanie Myers had the best intentions, but you know what they say. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, and uh, and he makes it and he makes it known to Bella that blood drinkers, mm-hmm. your people, your people call them vampires. <laughs> but I can't. Oh. But I couldn't help but think like you know if this was written by a native person, he probably would have said like. But everybody calls them. He wouldn't say you your people. He would say like um. But everyone calls them. But everybody knows them as vampires or something. It's like yeah. It's like come on, dude. Even. Even the more traditional people, it's like, well, vampires don't really exist, so we'll just use that word. Yeah. Like, that's the simplest. Then you don't have to go into a deep explanation or whatever. After that whole scary story, which, I'm going to be honest, doesn't... Is not, it's not that scary. Not that scary, and Jacob is kind of like a so-so storyteller. Yeah, he oh. could have done better. Yeah, he... But, I mean, he is 15, so, like... Yeah, I'm not... I'm not it's like, no, I think you're very good at telling st- scary stories. Still, I, I still have goosebumps, see? I held up my arm. Cool, he smiled. <laughs> this is where she finds out about he plants the seed that Edward and his family are vampires. Mm-hmm. And, you know, before she goes, she does feel guilty that she was using him, but did kind of like Jacob. And mm-hmm. he was somebody I could easily be friends with. Well, then why are you flirting with him? Just be like, hey, dude, let's be friends. Yeah, it's just like, it's like now he thinks you like him. I know. Well, and then there's that other part that she does, like, that's, like, directly after this, and she says, I purposefully lumped myself in with the youngsters, trying to make it clear that I preferred Jacob. And I was like, ew, why are you phrasing it like that? That's gross. It's like, stop phrasing, Bella, phrasing. Well, like, not only that, but, like, that just, ew, it gave me, like, the shivers of, like, why are you flirting with this kid? Why are you leading him on this path or whatever? Why are you trying to make it, like, because that's, you know, deep thought, like, to think, okay, I'm going to put myself in with the youngsters. I'm going to make it seem like I prefer Jacob. I'm going to do that. Like, you have to think that through. If it had been me and I had done that, I would not have been thinking I'm purposely going to lump myself in with the youngsters because, first of all, I'd be using the word youngsters and I'm not a youngster. <laughs> That's a bad term. No young and, person and says, I'm a youngster like you guys. Like, hey there, young dudes. Like, hey there, fellow students. Like, Bella, you are two years older than them. It's you're not like a bajillion years. You're not Steve Buscemi. That's who is in that that thing, right? It's yeah. Steve. Yeah, like chill, youngsters. No young person says that unless they're making fun of people or something. Okay, nightmare annoyed me because there are again there are some nice imagery here. Yeah, like the nightmare sequence. The nightmare sequence when she goes into the woods. That's fine, but it's just like. It's such a simple chapter that could easily have said, I decided to research you know, vampires. Well, and that's the weird thing is that in like the book, in the chapter, she's all like, she's like putting off researching it. Like it's some huge decision. It's like, you're just Googling words. Shut, like, it's not that big of a deal. Why are you like, I was doing laundry and doing all this other stuff just to put off what I knew I had to do. And it's like, what? You're just Googling words. <laughs> like, just look up vampires. It's like, I'm writing a fantasy novel and that's what I do when I'm trying to figure out like different elf cultures and stuff like that. Just like five minutes of research. 
I love mermaids and I'm do and I have like three tabs about different native indigenous mermaid mythology open right now because I'm really intrigued by what that story you told me and I want to see the other ones. It's not like a dramatic thing. Yeah, and I understand she doesn't want to confirm or deny that Edward is a vampire. But like the whole prophetic dream is just kind of funny to me because she dreams about Jacob and they're like holding hands and it's and it turns into a nightmare because J- Edward comes out and mm-hmm. and then Edward stepped from the trees, his skin faintly glowing, his eyes black and dangerous. He held up one hand and beckoned me to come to him. At least it was the one finger again. Yeah, it's with the one finger. And Jacob, <laughs> oh, and, Jacob, and of course, Jacob turns into a large red-brown wolf with black eyes. I'm like, ooh. Ooh, foreshadow. Ooh, foreshadowing. This is a... I think Twilight actually popularized this about the prophetic dreams and everything. Because it happened... Because after Twilight, a lot of people said they read a lot of young adult novels that had these... Their main characters having prophetic dreams and stuff like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, it Maybe I was a- reading the wrong kinds of young adult novels because I didn't see that. You were reading the good ones. The ones that were... Oh, thank God. You were reading the ones that weren't trying to rip off Twilight. Oh, no. I read Hush Hush. That was... That was bad. What's hush hush? Oh God, it's <sighs> okay. So it's like a direct ripoff of Twilight, but instead of it being vampires, it's like angels and fallen angels, and it's 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 no bueno. It's not good. Oh, I mean, I read them all, but they weren't good. You hate read them? Oh yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Okay, so. Here's the interesting thing. It's when she keeps going to Edward and trust me, he purred. The wolf launched himself across the space between me and the vampire, fangs aiming for the jugular. No, I screamed. And then later on, she mentions that it was because she didn't want Jacob to hurt Edward. And I'm Not because like, she didn't want Edward to hurt Jacob. That bothers me. It bothers me so much. Jacob's a baby. He should be protected. It's not that. It's also the fact that in this first book, Jacob is so much more charismatic. He is a lot He's so much nicer. He's so much nicer. It's like in this first book, he was he's so much nicer. He's like he's just a Yeah, he's a baby. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm too old now and that's why he's a baby, because that's not what I was thinking when I was, you know, thirteen, fourteen reading this. Twelve. I hate this chapter, honestly, because there's like a lot of long paragraphs of her like not doing what she needs to do. I dressed slowly in my comfy sweats, then made my bed. Something Something I never do. I was like, oh my god. It's like, I get it. I hate using the internet here. And I'm just like, oh my god, this could have, this could have been. Just go down to the library. Good lord. Yeah. You know what? And I'm like, this is part of my writing, but my tea, I remember my teacher was talking about how like, like how in Twilight, there's a lot of like, dance, like uh long paragraphs of things of describing everything you do and it's like that honestly kills a book yeah i mean that's why i couldn't get through aragon but that one was more because of the descriptions like they were so unnecessarily long going because there's not a lot that happens in so other than she like gets angry at herself because she's thinking edward's a vampire she goes to angst in the woods and again you know that's hilarious to me it is but at the same time, the descriptions aren't that bad. Description of somebody trying to get their mind off things. I didn't mind that that much. I thought that was nice, but yeah, 
this chapter goes on way too long of like oh god it is nothing. too long it is like so long nothing i think i mostly happens. skimmed this chapter too because i was like you know what i've already read this i know what's gonna happen in this chapter i just got to the basic point and that was it i was like yeah. i don't want to like i mean i don't i appreciate the fact that it's trying to get her mind off of it but this chapter i definitely was one that i skimmed like the other ones i read but that one was so i was like she's just doing laundry she's just doing laundry she's just procrastinating and then she finds out about the vampires and then she goes out into the woods angst a bit about that and then goes to school nothing really happens and then jessica and angela invite her to go dress shopping dress shopping she doesn't want to, but she figured it'd be fun anyway. Yeah. And then we get to Port Angeles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's when it uh starts getting real. That's when it starts getting weird. Edward and... is continuously being a stalker. Oh, yeah. You know, in the first couple chapters, she kind of, she it's just them dress shopping, acting like girls, Jessica. Jessica, yeah, just having fun. Just having fun, and that Bella has to bring up the Cullens, because that's all she thinks about now. Apparently. And she's like, I just want to go to this bookstore. And it's like, oh, I let this... Or, um, is it normal for the Cullens? I kept my eyes on the shoes. Be out of school a lot? I failed miserably in my intention to sound nonchalant. Maybe you should have tried flirting with her. Yeah, that would have worked, Bella. Yeah, like I mean, clearly it's worked with everybody else so far. Who knows? Maybe she'd be into it. I don't know. That would have been... Man, that would have been a plot twist, wouldn't it? <laughs> yes, when the weather is good, they go backpacking all the time. Even the doctor. They're really outdoorsy. You know, again, that's another thing. Like, I would have probably raised some red flags. Like, oh, the Collins are never in school when they when the sun's right, out. When it sun's out. That's That's weirdly specific. I know, right? Anyway. But again, me and that time frame would not have noticed. It's like, eh, whatever. Yeah, that literally would have been me. I was not an observant teenager. No. I don't think anybody was really that observant, so maybe we should give them a pass. Yeah, I don't think teenagers really really focus on anything beyond themselves. Like, not in a mean way or anything like that, but you're just at that age. Or at least that's what my mom says. She asks them a little bit, she gives that little tidbit, and then Jessica, and then they plan to go to a restaurant, but Bella wants to go to, wanted to look for a bookstore, and so she... Mm -hmm. She's like, were, I'll meet you there. It's like, they were both willing to come with me, but I encouraged them to go have fun. They didn't know how preoccupied I could get when surrounded by books. Like, you know, I could like that too, but, mm -hmm. you know, my brother... I still and, want... Did Bella say she was familiar with Port Angeles, or... No. Well, and that's the thing is, like, you're in this unfamiliar town, you're by yourself, you're a teenage girl by yourself in this unfamiliar place, and you're just gonna send off the two girls that you're friends with that, like, know the place, Probably <laughs> and you're gonna be like, yeah, I'm gonna be fine. <laughs> so she finds the uh, bookstore, it's full of crystals and dream catchers, of course it is, and, you know, books about spiritual healing, just like, oh, of course. Oh, Bella then, when she's looking through all the books, she notices that there's a Volvo, Volvo mm -hmm. parked along the street, and it all came crashing down on me. Stupid, unreliable vampire, I thought to myself. And I'm just like, I'd be terrified. We're gonna get up to where she almost gets assaulted and stuff like that by four guys. 
But I don't yeah. know. But honestly, which is worse? Getting almost assaulted or finding out that a guy you kind of know has been probably stalking you? Ugh. It's like both options are horrible. Like, I would have been like, great, my life is a horror now. It's played off for laughs. It's like, I noticed, like, the stupid, unreliable vampire. We're supposed to laugh at that. Like, oh, Edward. But now. Oh, Edward. But, oh, God. That that just creeps me out. And, okay. So, I'm just going to skip through the whole four men assaulting her. Because it's another thing where it gets too um, wordy. Because she's, like, describing them too much. Yeah. And then, like, and I know it's trying to build tension, but, of course, um, I I don't want to, I understand why the scene is here, so Edward Mm -hmm. can come in and save her and stuff like that, but I don't really think, part of me thinks that the scene didn't really need to be, needed to be here. Mm -hmm. But I also can't think of another way that they could have introduced Edward. Maybe she bumped into him or something maybe he wasn't you know not to give the implication that he was stalking her yes maybe they literally just meet up and they're like hey like hey what are you doing here are you following me he's like please or something like that you could totally rewrite the scene where they like accidentally go on a date in a bookstore and then yeah they uh-huh. to dinner. that would have been cute you didn't it's like you don't need the scene where he comes in to rescue her yeah, like, or like, if you want a scene where he rescues her, have them be out on a date, and then some creepo guy starts really heavily flirting with her, a la, you know, and then he just comes in, like, when he's off, I don't know, buying their books or something, and then he comes back and totally is like, oh, hey, Bells, like that kind of classic trope. Yeah, that would have been so much cuter. You didn't, and I know some people are probably gonna say like, "Well, it builds tension or it makes him look more like a badass." And I'm like, "This is a romance no, it novel." It's like this is a romance novel, and it's the implication, or not even the implication. It's the fact that he openly admits he's stalking her. Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, I was sort of following you," and it's like, "Oh yeah, that's cool." Oh, well, I'm sure glad you were stalking me this time. Yeah. Okay, so when I read this chapter, I had to go to a sexual assault awareness thing for uh, mm-hmm. my reporting job. And I was talking about mm-hmm. that with some people who do domestic violence. I brought up a, where he talks about how like he feels the need to follow her because she's a trouble magnet. Mm-hmm. And that if, she, if he isn't there, she's going to die. And they and I told them that. It seemed maybe uncomfortable because it feels like that is something, uh, you know, like a... a an abuse an emotional abuser would do mm-hmm. yeah like, he justify he justifies his stalking but even a hundred year old vampire would know like no no this is wrong yeah this isn't cool he, if spe- if anything he would especially know that it's not cool but bella's totally into it again i mean she, bella oh. i don't think we talked about this but uh tyler who i thought was pretty decent like has been telling people he's taking her to prom which is kind of shitty but in the grand scheme of things, Edward is, again, the more worst choice here. Yeah. So they meet up. So Edward is upset because he felt like he was probably going to kill those guys because of what they were thinking of doing to her. And then he says, like, I need to calm down. And I'm like, uh, red flag, red flag. More yeah, red like, flag. ooh. And he's like, I need you to talk about anything. He's like, I, anything. And then she t- says she's going to kill Tyler because he's, cause he says he's taking me to prom. He didn't ever... And I never said yes. And yeah. He's like, 
put your seatbelt on. I heard about that. You did? I asked in disbelief, my previous irritation flaring. If he's paralyzed from the neck down, he can't go to prom either, I muttered, referring to my, refining my plan. Edward sighed and finally opened his eyes. Better? Not really. And I'm just like, you know what? You two deserve each other. You're both really weird. Yeah, you're both alarming. You you're, you both make me want to go, oh, children, please stop. You you make me want to go, <sighs> you, you teenagers. Tired. I get a headache every time I read you two. But I'm wondering, why did I like this book? Like, I should, I probably noticed this stuff when I was even reading it. Man, I don't know if I did. That's for dang sure. But then again, this was all romanticized to me in my culture growing up. So really? part of me finds that kind of hard to believe. Is stalking also part of part of Mormon culture? I mean, the whole you can't say no thing, the whole oh, it's romantic because they show up to rescue her sort of thing. You know what I mean? And then also, you know, women are not necessarily. Yeah, but even in 2008, this was kind of getting old hat. Yeah, but then again, also, and also, I was pretty young. But anyway, Jessica and Angela, which I'm surprised didn't, like, didn't try to um help her out. Yeah, help her out. It's like, they had cell phones back then. They could have called her like, Bella, where are you? Hello, where are you at, homegirl? Yeah, it's like, go stop Jessica and Angela before I have to track them down, too. I don't think I could restrain myself if I ran into your other friends again. Like, whoa! Okay. That's weird. It's like, that's scary. And she even, mm -hmm. she even gets scared when he says that. So, yeah. But, you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine when he does it. So, they go into the restaurant, the waitress tries to flirt with him, even though he's with somebody, and they start talking. And... Throughout this whole thing, they're getting closer to each other. And they're getting closer to each other. And he, mm -hmm. and then he, like, gets two sodas for them. Let me know if you change your mind. The coy smile was still in place, and he was looking at her. She left dissatisfied. Drink, he ordered. I sipped at my soda obediently. That's weird. It's more of that controlling behavior that I don't like. It's more really, really bad behavior. And then he does, and then he does, like, do you, don't you have my jacket? Yes, I looked at the empty. Oh, I left. Jessica's car. He was struggling off his shrugging off his jacket, puts it around her, and she likes the smell of it. And I'm just like, mm -hmm. okay, that's admittedly that's kind of cute, but it doesn't, you know, really change yeah. the fact that he's like very controlling, very, very controlling. And then after all of that, it's just like the color blue looks lovely on your skin. He said, watching me. I, I looked down and blushing, of course. He, I don't like it when people use like skin like that. I don't know why. It's just gross to me. It's like, why? What? Are you planning to take my skin and use it as a Are you secretly Buffalo Bill? <laughs> like, it really freaks me out. Just like, why can't that just say that color looks really good on you? Like, sweet, good to the point, simple. That color looks good against your skin. Ugh. Creepy. Makes me worried about my skin staying on Really, I'm staying on my body. He pushed the bread basket towards me. Really, I'm not going into shock, I protested. You should be. A normal person would. You don't even look shaken. I'm like, after you've been rescued, you can kind of feel calmed down after yeah. something like that. And she even says it's because she feels safe. You know, I'm going to take that with a grain of salt because of that word. Yeah, because he's not really safe. No, he's not. Again, you're supposed to project yourself onto Bella. Bella. Here. 
And when I do, I don't feel safe. I just think more anxious. I'd be anxious. You know, he when he says like a normal person, and I'm like, Bella is normal. She's less than normal. She's just average. Or maybe she's, she is. The only reason why she doesn't feel she's not. In, what do you? What were you expecting to her? Her to have like a fainting spell or something? Just start screeching loudly. I feel very safe with you. I confess, mesmerized into telling him the truth. That displeased him. Alabaster brow furrowed. Oh god, I'm having flush. I'm having flashback to like all the different descriptions fan fictions use for hair. Oh jeez. Like, this is where it all originated from, baby. Oh no, this is like that's a trope older than us. This is probably as old as um Star Trek. You know it. This is more complicated than I had planned. <laughs> that makes it even that makes it worse. <laughs> It's like, this is, what were you planning? Ugh, who like, knows? It's like, you don't go, it's like, you're, okay, let's, let's try and figure out what Edward's plan was. He was, he was checking up on her because she almost got run over by a truck. She, he can't read her mind, so, you know, that, again, that's, you know, fair enough. He can, he can't read her mind, so he wants to find out why. Mm -hmm. um, and then he saves her, and then he is offering to buy her dinner and everything. And then he's just like, and then she tells him that he, she feels safe around him. And he's just like, oh no, what have I done? And I'm just like, I've made a mistake. I've made a mistake. He just realized how like, um, he just realized how boring she is. Yeah. Uh, I, again, if that happened, we wouldn't have a, um, we would, a story. Yeah. We wouldn't have a story. But anyway, throughout this whole thing, he's like, kind of, she tells him that she has a theory about him and, mm -hmm. You were more creative this time, or are you still stealing from comic books? I'm like, wow, okay. Well, no, I didn't get it from a comic book, but I didn't come up with it on my own either, I confess. And, and the waitress gives them food, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And then she tells them that she doesn't, I don't even think she says she she thinks he's a vampire. Does she? Or, uh, I don't. Let me double check real quick. I have it open right now. She decides to ask him questions, and this is where he confesses that he's been following her. Yeah. And she's not bothered. Let's say, hypothetically, of course, that someone could know what people are thinking. Read minds, you know? With a few exceptions. Mm -hmm. Just one exception, he corrected, hypothetically. All right. With one exception, then. I was thrilled that he was playing along, but I had tried to seem casual. How does that work? What are the limitations? How would that someone find someone else exactly at the right time? And then he, like, explains that he's been paying attention. You only could get into trouble in a town this small. You would have devastated their crime rate statistics for a decade, you know? So I'm just like, <laughs> wow, okay. Weird. It's not even weird. It's just, like, he's, he's present again. When I was talking to the ladies, he's, like, presenting it as a way that you can't live without me. Mm-hmm. Which... On on the one hand, she just has really shitty luck. Yeah. On yeah. The, on the other hand, you can't make it sound like if you're not around, she's gonna die. Right? Like she can she's made it this far without you. Exactly. Shall we call you Jane? How did you know? I asked, unable to curb my intensity. It's like you weren't being subtle. It's yeah, you were pretty being blunt out there. You can trust me, you know, I murmured. I reached forward without thinking to touch his folded hands. 
but he slid them away miniaturely, and I pulled my hand back. I don't know. I have, I don't know if I have a choice anymore. His voice was almost whisper. I was wrong. You're much more observant than I gave you credit for. I'm like, well, it's not like you're being subtle either. It's like way to neg her, Edward. Way to neg her. Jeez, I'd be so pissed at this point. I'd be like calling Angela or Jessica, like, please come and get me. Edward is a weirdo. And, oh, okay, I was wrong. It's the next page that he admits that he followed you just because it's you. Ordinary people seem to make it through the a day without so many catastrophes. I'm like, really? 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 The weird part is the what comes after he says that where she's like, I wonder if it should bother me that he was following me. Instead, I felt a strange surge of pleasure. Like, Ugh. yes, it should bother you. You should be very bothered by this. It should be. It's like he's backhand complimenting her, too. Oh, jeez. It's all just a disaster. I know. Oh, God. And then the rest of the chapter is just him trying to justify, like, justify, um why he's following her being, and, like and being a weirdo yeah and oh god edward 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 again i'm trying so hard to be nice to this book there are so many unfortunate implications and there's so many like weird things he says that Bad. don't really come yeah there's so many things that don't come off as romantic it's supposed to be romantic they just come off bad. like he's control he is controlling he's so controlling and Bella yes. doesn't. And Bella doesn't help by totally being into it. No, like, oh, honey, get out of there! I don't even want to talk. She's supposed to be like really intelligent too, like well read and everything. Clearly. But if that were the case, she would know that this is not good. But then again, like if I remember correctly, she was talking about weathering. She talks about weathering heights later, and she compares mm-hmm. it to her romance. But here's the thing, Wuthering Heights is not a romance. It's about obsession really? revenge. I haven't even read Wuthering Heights, but even I know that. It's just bad. I don't know that. Yeah. That's the end of chapter eight is just like more of them like just talking and getting close and maybe kind of flirting and Bella's getting a little bit closer. Figuring Bella, out the truth. Figuring out the truth. It's like Bella Swan, super sleuth. She has to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But that's kind of what it, this first half of the book is, is just her trying to figure out what Edward is. Again, would have been a much more interesting story if it focused on her not so much falling in love with him, but really trying to figure out what he is. And once she does, that's when you can start the romance. If you want. Again, wasted potential. Yeah. yeah. Wasted potential. Oh. Oh, God. So that's the end of that chapter. And against twilight is that it's not supposed to be viewed as romantic but i think that's where we're gonna stop for today mm-hmm. i it's in this part where there's a lot more meat to it but okay, yeah but it gets a lot worse from here because this is like the high point of edward and bella's like little romance that they have going on isn't that sad it is and i understand romances can it's a romance. It's supposed. It's not really. It's supposed to focus on the relationship, but we don't get a lot of t- time dedicated to the two of them getting to know each other. No, we don't. So, so but it'll be coming up. I suppose so. Will Bella ever find out if Edward or she's already figured out he's a vampire? She just needs to confirm it. Mm-hmm. 
He's like, will Edward ever stop being a abusive prick? Spoilers, no. No. Never does. So. Nope. For next, for next time, we're going to read through chapters 9 all the way well, to chapter 12. Nine through twelve. Nine nine all the way through twelve. See you you. next time. Yep. Thank you and we'll see you next time. Onigiwahe. Bye. Bye.